So I'm ready whenever you are. All right. And we go live in three, two, one. Hey guys, this is the Will and Cody show. We appreciate you guys listening. Uh, we uh, got a few updates for you guys before we get started uh, with our with our uh, podcast today. Um, our blog has moved. So if you go on our website, it's not there. Yeah. Uh, there is a nice link to medium.com and uh, it'll go straight to uh, our webpage on Medium. And that's where our new blog posts are. Uh, it's just something we're going to try. Uh, I think I think we're going to like it. It's kind of new. I, I don't know, William, were you the one that told me about Medium or was that just something I saw online? I think it's just something you saw. Um, but yeah, we're okay. excited about it. I think it'll be a good resource for us. I was going to make a joke how, you know, the two people that are looking for our blog could find it. Um, <laughs> no, but hopefully we'll get a little more traffic to that. Um, and it's somewhere we haven't written a lot, uh, but we're trying to write more um, and get into that. But yeah, I think it'll be a good platform get a little more visibility in what we're writing rather than just yeah. uh you know our website yeah we uh we like talking more than writing um i think it's just we have easier. a lot more podcasts and blog posts yeah i think it's just you know i don't know if we're natural writers um i enjoy writing but sometimes it just takes a while to get it down on the you know mm-hmm. written down or typed out versus just being able to say it so, yeah and so if you guys want to see it um or go visit it. It's uh, askwillandcody.medium.com. Uh, and um, it's uh, it's kind of like, I don't I wouldn't say it's blog posts or like a blog per se, but you just see our page and it shows all our articles. Uh, I think it's what they call them. It's just our blog post. Uh, all of our old ones, well, most of our old ones are up there. And then William's actually working on a new one. Uh, William, what was the title of that one again? Yeah, so I'm going to talk about um, a common thing where we talk about margin. Uh, it's kind of one of our key things we emphasize uh, is if, hey, if I want to grow my margin or I don't have any right now, um, as far as in my budget. And so I want to increase that. Should I look at, um, you know, there's two sides to it. It's either you need to increase your income, right? You need to make more money mm-hmm. or you need to decrease your expenses. You need to spend less money. So that's one of the things that kind of widens that margin. It's either you got to increase the income or decrease the expenses. And so a lot of times people will ask, well, which one do I need to do more of? Which one should I do first? What should kind of be the priority there um, and looking at that? And so I'm going to go, you know, try to go a little bit more in depth into that. I think it's something we've talked about before, just in one mm-hmm. of our videos, but something that we could just kind of jump in a little bit more uh, into. And so I think it'll provide greater insight for people that are like, you know, I got to increase my margin. What do I do? And so yeah. start going into that. Yeah, I was looking back. Um, it was one of our videos before we did the podcast or the Will and Cody right. show. Uh, we did some YouTube videos, uh, just like five, 10, ten minute videos. Yeah. Um, so uh, it's on there. I don't remember the title. I was trying to find it. Uh, but I did find the uh, blog post you did a long time ago. Uh, I think it was one of the first ones you did back in November of last year. It was margin, a key to financial success. Yep. So would you say this is like, the one you're writing today is like part two of that kind of a sequel. Yeah, a little bit yeah, or like, you know, a sub point to that of saying, OK, here's the principle of margin. But then, OK, how do I increase it? So, yeah, you could say it's um, definitely a sequel uh, to that. Um, and so a lot of people, I think, can focus on one end or the other of the spectrum. And so I kind of go into it in my blog, which 
I need to finish out. I'm almost done. But the main thought that I'll get across in that is I think I would look at expenses first and then I would look at increasing income. And I would look at both. I think you need both, you know, if you want to um, see, you know, the margin increase to where you need it. And so first I would look at expenses because I, I put in that category of quick wins. And usually anytime I'm working on a project or things or stuff I'm at work or whatever, and we have like a lot in front of us, we'll always start with, okay, what's the quick wins we can get right out of the gate, get those out of the way, and then we can handle the, the longer problems. And so as far as expenses, that's things that usually people can cut back pretty easy. Like it's, okay, I'm not going to eat out as much this month. Or, hey, I'm going to shop around my insurance. Maybe I can get a better deal. Or try not to spend as much on groceries, you know, things like that. And so I think looking at those first can be really easy. And then the second thing in that is you get 100% of the proceeds go to your margin. And here's what I mean by that. If you have, um, say you're going to try to spend um, 100 less dollars, let's say, you know, between out to eat or insurance, food or gas or whatever, you're going to try to spend $100 less. So if you do that for this month, now your margin is going to be increased by $100 because you had $100 that you're not spending over here. And so you're going to see it directly in your margin. And so that's one thing that's really nice about that is, hey, if I stop spending or if I save $50, then there's $50 that's going to be able to go to my margin, you know, or whatever mm -hmm. your amount is. It's going to go directly to your margin and you can use that for whatever you want. And I talked about that in my margin article um, or blog post. You know, you could use that for if you're trying to save up for your emergency fund, you could save up for that. If you're, you know, um, you know, investing, trying to invest for you know, your 15% towards retirement or if an early retirement or you want to start investing on the side and kind of get to a place where, you know, you kind of have enough invested that you don't have to work if you don't want to. Um, you could have your margin going towards that if you want to, you know, pay off your mortgage early or buy a house, all those kind of things you can funnel through, um, you know, your uh, your margin. And so that, you know, quick savings is really nice. Like I like being able to see, hey, man, I saved $100 this month. Now I have 100 extra dollars I can use for whatever I want. And so that's really nice. Um, so that's why I would look at that first. Um, but I think a lot of people, they can stop at that. Um, and I think that could be a thing. It's, you know, I think there's a balance. I'm interested for your perspective, because I think you're better at this than me, Cody, as far as the saving money side is, I think sometimes we can stop there and say like, okay, I'm just going to penny pinch as much as I can to get my margin. I think that's good. I think there's, you know, there's definitely, uh, benefits of being frugal. Um, but we can kind of go into the second stage, which I really feel like you'll see the growth is in when you increase your income. I think that's where the most growth happens. Um, mm -hmm. So I think it, it's tough. I think you need to get your spending um, under control because I think there's a lot of people making a lot of money but still being broke. <laughs> you yeah. know, there's a lot of people with six-figure salaries that are still living paycheck to paycheck. So I think there is an element that you have to have that under control, your spending. But also, you know, you're, it doesn't hurt to make more, you know, to have that. Yeah. And so I can go absolutely. into some of the benefits of that later, but I'm curious on your perspective on, you know, why it is so important to get that, you know, the expenses under control. Yeah. 
so that you're not just money in, you know, if you're making a bunch, but you're spending a bunch, then it doesn't matter. It's about what you right. keep, right? Um, but I mean, but to a limit. So I'm interested for your thoughts right. on that. I mean, yeah. there's like, you know, you can go into detail about like what you were saying. You get to keep all the proceeds. So um, if I save $100, I save $100. I get $100 to go to what I want. Right. If I make $100, did I really make $100? I have taxes. I may have extra gas that I got to put in to it. So to get $100, I may have to put a lot more work exactly. than just not, you know, going on streaming services, cutting back the internet to 100 megabytes per second, not going out to eat a few times and skipping out on Starbucks coffees. I mean, that that's 100 bucks a month, right? Right. So that was easier. Now, it may not, uh, maybe I should say simpler. It's not exactly simpler, easier. Yeah. It is yeah. very difficult not going to Starbucks sometimes. Uh, so I don't want to say it's it's easier, but simpler. Yeah. And it doesn't use all your time. It usually, not all the time, but usually use less time. Like when you save money, right. you're saving time also. And time should be, you know, valuable. And we should think of it that way. When you try to make money, and that's not always the case, but, you know, especially when trying to build a side hustle or getting another job, unless you have very passive income, usually it's going to take more time. Yeah. But I think the importance of starting first with saving is more about building good habits because mm. there's this uh, general rule in the finance world money makes you more of what you already are mm. so if you can't handle what you currently have you're not going to be able to handle more of it and so i think getting that spending under control and having a good budget and cutting mm. down on expenses and being able to find margin with what you already have it's going to help you find margin later down the road yeah. I'm a huge fan yeah. of of being like super frugal. Um, yeah. You know, my wife calls me like crazy frugal all the time. Yeah. Because I'm always thinking of ways to like just save money. And I don't always do it. Like we live good lives. Like we're we're pretty, you know, we're we spend money. We, we right. you know, we we buy stuff. We we have a good time, but we budget it. Uh, but I'm always thinking of like, oh, man, you know, what if we just like not eat breakfast? Yeah. You know, maybe I should do this intermittent fasting. So don't eat just save money. Right? Yeah. It's just save money. Right. And, and I actually do that and not to save the money for health. But yeah. um, so, you know, just stuff like that. And um, and that's fun. But um, the, I think the main important part is building those habits. And that's what uh, so that foundation of being frugal. It's going to help you when you do make money, when you make mm -hmm. more income. Um, but I think you're right. You could definitely stop there. Sometimes just being frugal is just enough. Sometimes we do make enough um so that yeah. you know that's something to consider as well what i was thinking too is that some people you know i think it's good um to be frugal and i'm you know uh you know i'm a fan of it i think there's benefits but as you mentioned with time i think there's also an element i've seen people and this is a little bit in the extreme but i've seen people mm -hmm. spend so much time just to save a few dollars that it's like okay i think in in moderation you know or in balance it's good but yeah, i've seen a lot of people they'll spend hours to save 20 bucks and it's like okay right. how much do you value your time and so that's kind of what i've taken into it is like yes i want to save money you know i don't want to spend as much but up to a certain point where i don't want it to be like i'm spending all my time to save a few bucks and that's it and it's like right. that's not the best use of my time um so that's what i meant like you know to a point i think it's good and then i, I agree with your point as well that i think um you know, money does kind of make you more of what you are for anybody that watches uh, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier show. It's like the super serum, man. It's just you add that. It just makes you more of what you are. If you're 
yeah evil like the new captain america it's just going to make you more <laughs> that you know um yeah and so I, I think it can be that way and so just adding you know i think it solves a lot of people's problems if they're hurting like giving them you know if people are really uh you know struggling sometimes just a little boost of money can help them um but you know for somebody who's just has really bad habits spending habits giving them a bunch of money isn't necessarily gonna fix it so yeah. I, I agree you know you gotta have the good habits in place you know for that and then um to go off another thing you said you know the um you know with the one-for-one one benefit of expenses you know as you mentioned um with income you're not going to see a hundred percent of that so i don't know you know it depends on how your budget's set up but mine has a lot of factors that go off based off what i'm making so um things like investments for retirement, which is 15%. Um, things like giving and then taxes for me are all tied towards my income. So if the mm -hmm. income increases, you're also going to have to increase those three categories. And so I walk that through in, a, in an example in the blog post of saying pretty much you depends on where you're at, but you almost have to make double. So if you want to increase your margin by $100, you almost have to increase your income by $200. And then you take out giving right. and um, taxes and investment. And then that about equals is a little more than your $100. So it's kind of like you have to earn it. Now, it is a benefit. You are investing more, you are giving more, you have to pay taxes is kind of a, a you know, um, consequence of that. But not 100% of that is going straight to your margin. And so that's one thing right. to look at. So that's why I like the expenses first. It's because you right. get 100% of that. But I think the long-term growth, once you get your expenses in place, I think the long-term play is the income. Because I think that's really where you're going to see some exponential growth. Because mm -hmm. if you think, like, if you get your expenses under control into a comfortable place where you're not spending a bunch of time, but you're saving money and you're comfortable with it, and then you keep increasing that income number like, man, it, you know, it, it may not all go straight to your margin, but it's just going to keep, you know, right. adding up. And so I think you can only trim back so much on expenses, but income, I mean, as my uh, uh, my dad mentioned when he was on the, um, uh, you know, the podcast the last time he was talking about, you know, looking at his income and realizing there's a lot of numbers above the number he's making. Yeah. <laughs> so I think it's true. Like. You know, there's a lot of things you can do to increase that. And we've talked about side hustles. I think, you know, just career advancement, like being working mm -hmm. really hard and being diligent, um, you know, and trying to get ahead, you know, in your career can also help, you know, with that. So I think the long term play, um, as you mentioned, it'll take more time. But I think the, the best long term growth you're going to see is on the income side. You know, I think right. you just, I think you have to do it in balance. I think you have to get the expenses done first. Would you agree? Right. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it depends on what your goal is. That's true. Because if you're trying to just get an emergency fund, it's probably best just to cut some expenses for a while. For you sure. know, get really yeah. frugal, like crazy frugal, just so that you can, you know, get to your emergency fund. Or let's say you're trying to get out of debt, you know getting super frugal just so you can get out of debt you know that's kind of the, the you know that's what we did and you know you can get more income as well to throw towards that debt um and that that you know that's definitely a good strategy but i think frugality has its has its place in that 
Uh, but mm. when you're looking at that long term, it's like when I okay, I want to invest more, you know. Even though it's 15% of my income, if I increase my income, that's more, right? 15% of more yeah. is more. Yeah. And so if I want that, if I want to increase my income, maybe I want to increase my, you know, my percentage too. Um, then you're gonna have to find some more money. There's there will be a point where you're just gonna have to find some more money. Right. And so the long-term play is definitely have that goal of mm. increasing your income. And whether that's like side hustles, if you Really, if you want to learn about side hustles, go listen to our last podcast. That was phenomenal. That yeah, interview was really amazing. Good. So, so go check that out. Uh, you know, getting another job, trying to get a raise, um, even just some stuff like selling some stuff on the side, or yeah, that could be a good. Way uh, that counts as side hustle, but um, it, it just depends on your goals, you know. And um, but I think I think you're totally right. That long term play, um, you really want to be building your income. Yeah, I think that's you know, and that's the way I would take it is do the expenses first as we mentioned quick wins you know for things like you said you could go towards an emergency fund or if you have short-term goals i think but i think once you get into like the the hab like the more mid to long-term stage where you're like it's not like i'm trying to get things done now it's like okay i'm going to develop some good habits so in a year or two i'll have this goal and then after that i'll have this next goal Right. I think once you get into that mode, starting to look at that income is really going to pay off. Um, Absolutely. You know, and it may not be, I, you know, I also don't want to say if, if someone's goals are just, I just want to live a comfortable, happy life, then I think it's totally fine if you cut back frugally, do what, you know, you're doing. And if you find a good margin amount that you're like, hey, I've got everything I need here, then great. Like, I, I you know, I don't want to mm-hmm. necessarily say that you know, you have to shoot for the highest income to be happy or be, you know, successful. I just think if you want to get there faster or if you maybe have really big goals that you want to meet, you're going to have to look at that. You know, that's, that's yeah. something you're going to have to um, to do. So, um, you know, side hustles or things like that can play a big role. Um, but yeah, I don't want to discount if somebody's like, hey, I just I got some modest goals and I think I can meet them doing this. Then, you know, yeah. if you're happy, Especially do what you you're doing. Like yeah, save your fine. time. You know, if you want yeah. to put your time to, to other things. You know, those side hustles or, or increasing income, it, nine times out of 10, it's going to take more of your time. Mm-hmm. Um, even if it's passive income, you know, you still have to put some effort into it some sometimes. So, you know, there's there's something to be said with, you know, I got a good paying job and I'm living well below my means and I'm investing my 15 or more percent and I'm going to be fine. You know, there's there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. If you enjoy what you're doing, it's not like, you know, you have to. But yeah, I think Absolutely. it's a good option for those that want to. But definitely, though, for those that want to like retire early or a little bit mm-hmm. more ambitious, definitely look at increasing that income. It's just that's always going to help you. Yeah. And just a side note on that, just some things that I've seen and we can, I think, go be another blog poster, uh, um, you know, podcast that will discuss this as far as how to increase that income. I know we've talked about mm-hmm. side hustles, but some other things to look at, as I said, just applying yourself at your own current job. Um, not being lazy, showing up, working really hard. I think a lot of people, you know, would uh, hopefully fit into that path already. And I think you can move up as well as look for opportunities elsewhere. I think there could be, you know, sometimes we get stuck in one one job. And if you don't love it, see what else is out there. You may find some other opportunities. Um, so I say look internal and then, you know, look at a few things external if you really want to. Um, but don't always feel like you have to hop around. If you enjoy what you're doing and it's you got a comfortable margin. You're making enough. You know, you don't have mm-hmm. to feel like you, you have to move. So, absolutely, but yeah. 
so i think it's really good so hopefully um you know i'll be able to post that blog post soon um and uh give it a read let me know what you all think and then um hope i give some examples in there and go to like you know some more detail as far as like specific scenarios so hopefully that is helpful mm-hmm. um feel free to reach out to me if you guys have you know questions or anything i think it's a very common question of like which one do you do first and so i think both are good um both will help you um but hopefully this give a little more insight into like how to attack it and you know how to kind of go about yeah each one i do want to say right right quick um you know if you're in a position where you're you're trying to get by you're, you're trying to meet some goals and what you make is not is not enough and what i mean by that is maybe you have like a lower end job or your expenses are you know maybe you live in a um an area that you know the rent's pretty high or something something like that where your 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 four walls are costing so much mm-hmm. that you can't make it on what you're making then you you just have to increase your income either through side hustles or another job or trying to find a better job something like that um so you know yeah definitely be frugal but there is a point where you go to a point where there's a stopping point frugality has an ending where you can't go okay, past that, zero <laughs> yeah exactly so and it's not zero there's just base things yeah there's the four walls as you mentioned you have to have those so you know you can't go past it like you could try to be cheaper Mm -hmm. on those but you're gonna have to pay for those so and there's some sacrifices in trying to do that i mean moving is is huge and there's an Mm -hmm. expense with that and you know trying to just live in an area that's that's cost less so you know you gotta outweigh that but there's definitely a stopping point and so uh you know definitely look at being frugal trying to cut expenses but if you're like dude i can't cut anything else well let's go ahead and get that that income increased yeah and i think there's something to be said too like of you know i want to live my life as well i'm not and i think this is another broader discussion we could have but i'm not i don't want to live my life always for what i hope to have in 40 years or 30 years Mm -hmm. or 20 years or whatever you know i want to still enjoy life now i think life you know we never know how much we have uh, how much time we have so i also want to live a little bit now so I, you know i don't want to be like okay i'm not owning you know when i can afford it reasonably saying i'm not gonna you know have any furniture or i'm not gonna have you know we're not going <laughs> on any trips i'm you know never gonna afford anything nice you know completely just bare bones live if we don't need to like if you need to do that to get by do whatever you need um you know for a period of time but you know what i mean i'm not I'm frugal to a point like right there's still things like and you and I talk about this like hey I saved up and got myself this like I think those are great like you know things you can buy um that you enjoy or if you like going out to eat you know if you have room in the budget you know your goals are being met you know splurge a little bit every once in a while um so I think there's part of that too I want to enjoy the time I have I don't want to just live for a future day um so I think that's another thing frugality is i think some people that'd be good do uh, any everything yeah yeah maybe like get into you know what where is that point where you need to live your life you don't need to be you know too frugal you know maybe come up with that that stopping point or like that that line so it's like when there's you know uh yard chairs or lawn chairs in in the living room instead of a you know a couch then maybe we need to (laughs) relook at that yeah i always pick on my wife about this like hey we should just sell the couch and just use lawn chairs like some fold-out chairs from church. And I was like, please yeah. don't. Please stop. Yeah. So, 
Yeah, that's a good way to. Well, you're not going to if your wife's mad at you that you can't sleep on the couch now. So that's probably why. Yeah, that's true. So <laughs> you have to sleep cold. in a lawn chair. So maybe you need a couch. Yeah, because sugar's going to be mad at you about thinking about selling <laughs> the couch. So uh, but no, I think that's that was a good discussion, um, you know, about that. So I'll, I'll definitely try to finish up that blog post. And then I think we had a few other ideas even talking about that. We can, you know, talk about later on. Um, Absolutely. So I think it's good. I think, you know, a lot of things in finance and life, it's about balance. So I think having a right balance between a lot of those things that we even said, like, you know, income and expenses or time spent and money saved, like it's all about, you know, I think, you know, you just have to go back to, okay, where's my balance at and where are my priorities? Because mm-hmm. my whole point with being, you know, saving money and investing it is I don't want really want to worry about money. I want to be able to do what I want regardless you know, of the financial part of it. So I don't want to also live my life now just fully consumed by worrying about money. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that kind of defeats the the purpose. So I think, you know, a comfortable life, but still, you know, doing what we can to, to save. Or, you know, yeah, not, that's not one of the big deals about, you know, we always think about the, or we always talk about the future, you mm-hmm. know, but there is something about now as well, not having to worry about money now. So, you know, we do that 15%, we invest so that we don't have to worry about the future. Uh, but we also have that emergency fund and other, you know, insurances and stuff like that for the now. So we don't have to worry about now. And so I had one of those instances uh, last week. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. Where uh, uh, I actually sold my car. So I was I was trying to do a side, little side hustle thing. I sold my car for more than I bought it for. So I was like, nice. yay, nice. I don't need it because uh, the company is providing a car and we still have my wife's car. And then not even like a week later, like the AC goes out of my wife's car. And so, nice. you know, and all that money went to to savings and stuff from I sold the car. And so in my mind, I'm like, oh, no, I'm going to have to use that. You know, it, and doing right. all this stuff in my head. And I was like, but wait, what do I have? An emergency fund. Did so I? that's just one of those things like I take for granted. I always see it like a, a lump sum of money in my bank account. And I'm like, man, that's being wasted. And then last week, I'm like, you know what? Not a waste. And yeah, it's just yeah. such a you just sit down, you think about I've got the insurance I need if all these certain things happen, you know, and then I've got this emergency fund. If something small happens or even something major, you know, if you get three to six months, that can cover a lot of things. And, uh, you know, it's just one of those things you just don't have to worry. So, I mean, we talk yeah. about not worrying in the future, you know, mm-hmm. but there's also this now. And, uh, you know, there's just something to be said about that. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, you know, and. I think it's good to have that money set aside. I think it takes the, um, you know, adding money into an issue can really heighten emotions and things. It can take a simple thing and really make it a big deal because money's involved. And Mm -hmm. so I think it's a good way of having that taken care of. It's a good way to like alleviate some of that pressure. So now AC goes out, something else needs to be fixed. We have the money. Okay, let's take care of it. And so right. instead of how we're going to pay for this, how we're going to go without AC, you know, it's about to be summer. What are we going to do? It kind of calms that down. Okay, take care of it. And then we'll rebuild that emergency fund. And I'm assuming that's your next step that you're going to be looking at is, you know, filling that emergency fund back up. Or I guess you yeah. use some of the money you got from your selling your car. So. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't quite decided yet because, um, you know, the one of the main reasons for the emergency fund is one to keep you out of debt if, or to, to prevent future debt. Um, or to prevent you having to pull out of investments or savings or other goals. Right. And, um, you know, that that's kind of where it is right now. We have a house fund. 
we got some investments, things like that. So that's what those went to. So yeah, it, it was the emergency fund. And so we'll, we'll just have to kind of cash flow it uh, with the income. We always have uh, margin that we're putting towards things. Mm-hmm. So we have certain goals, you know, I guess sinking funds, you could think of it this way. Yeah. And then we've got this certain amount of margin that, that we have. And so we're just kind of redirecting that margin mm-hmm. to something else. And for right now, it's that, that um, emergency fund. And once it's filled up, it'll go right back to uh, everything else. Nice. And there's nice. still enough in the emergency fund to cover uh, a many other many things that, that could possibly happen. So I'm still, even though, you know, this happened and it's like, oh, that sucks. And it took a, you know, a decent chunk out. I still got a good bit there to protect us mm-hmm. if something else happens. And yeah. then I still have that margin that I could cash flow over to the emergency yeah. fund to refill it. So, yeah. you know, if, as long as you just maintain that, you know, there really is no worry. Yeah. No, I think it's really good. Yeah, I think we're um, we're kind of getting short on time, but I did want to just say one other thing about just worry. And it's something my wife and I talked about, um, you know, recently that I really hadn't put a lot of thought into. But it's just as far as peace of mind with some of the planning we do and budgeting and not even just with emergency fund, but I think not just not living paycheck to paycheck. One thing that we realized is before there was so much stress around paying bills of, I don't know about me, you know, you, but I know for me, Cody, there was always like, am I going to have enough when those, cause those bills are due mm-hmm. on a certain day, but I may not have the money on, you know, before that day, but it's of the way we've, you know, been able to try to build good habits. And so we're not perfect. We haven't done it the best, but just some simple things we've been able to do the peace of mind. We've been able to have like the past few months around bills has been awesome. Like, it's just, oh, yeah, bills are due. Got to pay them. It's mm-hmm. not, oh, shoot, like, how are we going to pay for these bills? And I know everybody's situation is different. And I know we're definitely fortunate, you know, didn't have to, we didn't lose any jobs or, you know, wasn't out of work. So I know every case is different. But I would just want to say, like, building those habits does have other benefits as well. Just the peace of mind that, like, we don't, I don't really worry about my bills because, mm-hmm. okay, we've got enough buffer to where, okay, as I'm, I'm not worried about, oh, is that check going to clear is, you know, or is it going to, you know, is it going to bounce? Whatever. Right. We've got a stable enough amount every month that it's like, okay, bills are due. Here's the money. We're going to pay for it. So I think also with the big things you mentioned as far as, you know, emergency fund, but I think just in the monthly budgeting, it's like we've assigned it for so many months we've planned out it's like, okay, this is how it's going to work. And we just watch, you know, okay, here's the money coming in. Here's the different things we have for it. And it takes the tension out of it. Um, and so it's right. really been, we, you know, sometimes we just don't take a step back and appreciate that. But the other day, my wife and I were going through, you know, our May budget that we were putting together. And I was just thinking about that of like, yeah, it used to be, I used to be so stressed around the time bills were due, but now it's like, oh yeah, first of the month, let's pay the bills. Done. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, I don't know if you have any additional thoughts on that, Cody, but it's just something I really appreciated just thinking about it and just that we're, you know, there may be things come up, but my wife and I aren't fighting about, you know, where did you spend all this money? You know, we got to pay bills. Where's, you know, where's this going to go? Yeah. It's like we're on the same page. And so a lot of the things that Cody and I say, there's other big benefits to that. And it's just a peace of mind of knowing things are taken yeah. care of. There's a plan. And so that was one thing that we just realized. And we're like, man, that it feels really good to just mm-hmm. not worry about it. Yeah, life is stressful already. <laughs> and then you throw money in it, you know, it's like, 
uh, Jim Gaffigan has this phrase about um, or this quote he says about parenting. He's like, picture yourself drowning and then someone hands you a baby. Yeah. And, <laughs> and that's how he describes uh, parenting. But I always thought of that. It's like that's kind of how like adulting is just in general. Yes. You know, and then it's already stressful enough and then throw money on top of that. Yeah. Right. And right. so, you know, I already I was, I was thinking about that the other day. Um, just some super stressful stuff's going on. I'm like, oh, my goodness, like so much I have to worry about in this adulting world. And then I thought, wait a minute, what if I threw money in that? Like, I don't have to worry about it. Um, I'm going to uh, plug in uh, PayPal goals, by the way. Mm -hmm. It saved my butt several times. I use it for uh, sinking funds. Nice. And um, so anytime a bill comes up that I maybe didn't think about, but I'm always like automating those, mm -hmm. those goals. It just automatically comes out, goes right into the goal. And so whenever that bill is due, I got the money right there. And um, so I just have not had to worry at all about it so it, it kind of just kind of goes over so i didn't even budget for this this month because of how automated it is mm. and i'm not recommending that this is <laughs> right. because i was so busy with work i was working on the work budget not my budget yeah and so i will do it yeah uh, but uh, i don't have to worry about it because things were automated we have the margin we have you know and it's just it's it like you said it's just it's some it's one less thing to worry about and yep. so now you can really focus on the more important things because money really money is just a tool we really should be worrying about it we should be worrying about what it can do for others what yeah. other things are happening around us what you know our kids our families our our livelihoods our jobs you know what happens if we thought more about our job as like a way of serving and then we're just awarded money instead of a way that we just have to grind just to be able to get the money like right. what what our mindsets would just change and so there's you know there's just a lot to say about that but um mm -hmm. And we're, yeah. we're like totally running out of time, but uh, no, it's okay. we'll do that. I'll do that a blog post one day. Yeah, that's uh, another good thought. But uh, I think that the freedom of it, um, you know, and there's times, man, it's money's tight. You know, if you lose your job, you know, things can get stressful. But I think, you know, there's other benefits other than just like, you know, I don't want to say like, you know, some people could just be like, well, I just want to be rich one day. Okay, sure. But why? You know, it's like, you know, mm -hmm. we talk about freedom a lot. Uh, you know, I, we, I think the goal is freedom. Um, to be able to do what you want regardless of the money and not have to worry about money. Um, right. But I think there's also short-term positives where you see that play out of like, hey, if you've got your budget planned out, there's nothing to worry about during a month. You know, um, and so it's really just freeing. Um, and so it's really been nice yeah, so it's like my end goal is to not worry about money, but also I can kind of not worry about money now if I put the right thing. Now, I still worry right. about money because I'm like, are we going to meet our goals? You know, yeah. <laughs> you know, is everything going to come in? You know, make sure I'm doing well in my job, you know, things like that. But I think it takes a lot of the burden off, you know, absolutely. People, yeah. You know, at least having the good habits. In place. Yeah, I think that's the finance guys in this. We, we always yeah. worry about it, even though we don't need to. I always, I always like overstress things. And my wife reminds me, it's like, hey, you have an emergency fund. Stop worrying. I'm like, oh, like, oh yeah, right. I guess I don't need to worry about that. Yeah. <laughs> I still think about it. So, but. Yeah. All right, man. Well, uh, we, uh, we appreciate you guys listening. Uh, go check out William's post. Hopefully this will be up about the time when his blog post is up. So go check it out on Medium. Um, and then you can visit our website, www.willandcody.com. If you've got a question, we'll answer it on the podcast. And uh, we will see you guys next time. See you guys.